Thank you, Lord, for the word you put in my heart to share with your people last night. I ask, so God, that this word will bring life. Amen. It will be life unto life. It will be spirit unto spirit. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. We receive grace to understand. We receive grace to apply. And we receive grace to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. We give you all the in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Just before I went to bed, I was given a scriptures. A scripture that is relevant to our times. I sometimes read where the apostle was saying that they are nearer to the coming of Jesus than ever. If in their days they were nearer, uh, I wonder what you would describe today, particularly in days like this, that we witness so much uncertainty. You may go to bed with different issue. By the time you are waking up, the enemy have raised up another issue. Not too long ago, the emphasis in the news was coronavirus. Today, it is all about Afghanistan. Before we go to bed tonight, we don't know what issue we come up again. Just the kind of times that we find ourselves. But for us, Christian, it's a pointer that we should get ready. That our Lord will come at any point in time. The Bible says he is coming for those who look forward to his appearing. <laughs> Are you looking forward to his appearing? Or your mind is preoccupied with activities that is going on in the world? I was sharing with a group of young folks and I made a statement. I said, okay, if you are to marry tomorrow and Jesus come tomorrow, which one would you prefer? <laughs> you can imagine what most of them said. They said, ah, let him wait till let me marry first. <laughs> oh, let's turn our Bibles quickly to First Thessalonians chapter 5. We read from verse number 14. We want to read a few things just to encourage us and to stand in the right place as this coming approaches. Thank God for the word I heard when I came in from one of our sisters. The Lord bless you, ma. I, I don't know who this guy is. But may the Almighty God strengthen you in Jesus' name. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5, we read from verse 14. 1 Thessalonians 5 from verse 4. And he said, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man. Whatever followed that which is good, both among yourself and to all men. Rejoice evermore, even when there is chaos and bad news, evil news. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. 
in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you and make sure you quench not the spirit despise not prophesying prove all things prove all things prove all things hold fast that which is good abstain from all appearance of evil and the way the very god of peace sanctify you holy and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our lord jesus christ faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it our god who called you to this journey of righteousness but this journey of faith is faithful all you need to do is just keep hanging on hold fast hold fast hold fast your faith hold fast the life of faithfulness towards god and towards men these are the advice to those who are in the journey and know that the journey will soon be over. It starts by saying, look here, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. There are people who are unruly. One of the ways you help them is to warn them some of them will hate you. Some of them will dislike you. Because generally, it looks like the flesh does not love the truth. Some will even call you names. In the process of warning them, just like our sister spoke, and she spoke passionately. People who are listening to her, we say, ah, she's angry. And yet, it is not so. So we call you names. But you keep doing what is right. And what is it that is right? Warn them that are unruly. No matter who they are. Tell them what they are doing that is wrong. If you keep quiet, you are compromising. Warn them out of love. Tell them what they are doing is wrong. You keep telling your children this thing is wrong, this thing is wrong, until they get it. You don't keep quiet. You keep telling them. Especially those of us living in nations where you can't uh, uh, use uh, the rod anymore. <laughs> You are careful to reuse the rod. But let me tell you something. The word of God is also a rod. That's why people don't like it. That's why they hate you. But you are trying to help them. You don't stop helping them. You keep warning them. You keep warning them. And he said, comfort the feeble-minded. 
there are some people whose hearts is their heart is callable. It is easy, easily swayed. But you try as much as possible as you want them, you also comfort them. You do both frowning and smiling so that the devil will not take advantage. Apostle Paul say, okay, now take that person who fornicated among you, embrace him. Least the devil will take advantage of us. Initially, he spoke to get fornication. And he said, look, cast the man out. But later he said, look here, it's time now to embrace. May God give us wisdom as to when to sleep and when to be quiet. Amen. That's why he went further to say, support the weak. Support the weak. Be patient towards all men. There is a need for balance. There's a need for balance. When we want, there are times we need to exercise patience. No wonder Moses said, he said, not a hoof will be left behind. And in the mighty name of Jesus, none of us will be left behind when Jesus comes. Amen. He said, not a hoof will be left behind. No one will be taken by the devil. We shall all make it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But it requires wisdom. It requires operating in the spirit. It requires sometimes you need to be with people in relationship. You need to be hot. You need to be cold. There must be balance. We must do them in love. If you truly love somebody and you see somebody wanting to kill himself, you will not allow that person to do it. By that person, your attempt at stopping that person constitutes infringing in that person's rights. And that person may be angry with you, but thank God you are doing the right thing. As children, each time I remember some of the correction of my mom coming to wake me up as early as 5 a.m. It's just this, I just think that she's wicked. Oh, my dad is the good one. You know, it was later they now told us, my dad now said, look, yeah, you didn't know we planned for you. We planned that your mom will be hot with you guys and I will be gentle. <laughs> you know? So we need to help one another. We need to support one another. We need to warn one another. Sometimes we do it a little bit. We make it a little bit harsh. And sometimes we become gentle with you. One way to show that we are doing it and we are not doing it in relation to walking in the flesh is found in verse Number 15, it says, see that no render evil for evil unto any man. Remember that scripture that says God causes his rain to fall on the righteous and on the unrighteous. 
in the same manner we should live a life that is similar to that of God. In the process of trying to warn people, we should not deny them what they are entitled to. We should not deny them what they are entitled to. I remember some years ago, there was a member of the church that needed my rebuke. So I rebuked both of them. They were spouse. I rebuked them. And um, there was one morning I was sending out an information. So somehow, somehow in my heart said, don't send it to them. But I insisted, I said, no. In my heart, I'll send it to them. So the fact that you are trying to correct somebody doesn't mean you should deny the person the love of God. Do all things without discriminating. The Bible said our God is not a partial God. He is liberal to all that call on his name. If you ask him for wisdom, he will give to you. If you ask him for grace, he will give to you. He said he is generous and he gives to all men accordingly. May you receive all that you need from God this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And he says, follow that which is good. Don't follow bad things. I tell my people, I say, look here, any day you see me leading you in the wrong direction, don't follow me. Whatever you see in me that is contrary to the way of God, choose the way of God as against following you. But if what I'm saying to you and the things you are seeing in my life is right, do them. It's your way of salvation. I will not be a leader that will force you to do wrong. And in the name of Jesus, you will see me doing wrong in Jesus' name. Because it is possible to be blameless, particularly blameless before God. Because there are people that just sit down and just want to attach blame on you because of what you stand for. They hate you because you stand on the right path. The almighty God will deliver us from evil and wicked men in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. He said, follow that which is good. I remember the scriptures about Demetrius. Demetrius is a good man. We testify of him. And the truth also testifies of him. First John. He said, follow that which is good. And he gave example of Demetrius. Demetrius is a good man. We are not only saying, but God also testifies of him. May God testify of you 
that you are a good person. Amen. Amen. And that's what matters. That's why the scripture says, study to get God's approval, not man's approval. As we go forward in life and this journey, make every attempt to always get God's approval, not man's approval. Don't seek to please men as against pleasing God. If there is opportunity between pleasing God and pleasing men, choose pleasing God. That was the life that Jesus lived, and we are to conform to the image of Christ. That's why the scripture said, This is my beloved son, a voice from heaven, in whom I'm not just pleased, but I am well pleased. From today, may our life be well pleasing to God. Amen. Amen. Brethren, these are evil times. And he goes to verse 16. He says, Rejoice evermore. No matter what you are facing, let nothing steal your joy. Because it is the source of your strength. It's not only the source of your strength, it is what drives you to draw water from the well of salvation. To get blessings from God, you need to learn the act of rejoicing. Not that you are in church because of what is happening to you, you refuse to get up and dance, no. You, receive, you refuse to praise God, no. If there's anything the devil must not steal from you, let it be your joy. From today, you will rejoice evermore. Amen. Your family will rejoice evermore. Amen. Let no condition take away your joy. And always remember that the righteous cannot be forgotten or forsaken. I have good news for you that no matter what is happening in the world, always remember that the righteous will not be forsaken. You will not be forsaken. No matter the crisis, God always makes sure that the righteous is not affected to the point that they can be considered forsaken. He said, even if a mother will forsake each side, he said, I, the Lord, will not forsake you. So no matter what you are passing through, brother, sister, God has not forsaken you. Don't believe the lies of the devil. If you are still a child of God, God has not forsaken you. The psalmist said with confidence, he said, once am I young, but now I'm old. I have never, I have never, all through my lifespan, all through my lifetime, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Brother, you are not forsaken. Sister, you are not forsaken. The fact that you don't get those things you want, you are not forsaken. The fact that some things are happening in your life, you are not forsaken. Jesus is with you. He said, Lo, I am with you to the end of the earth. His promise, he will not forsake. He's faithful. So no matter what you are passing through, no matter the difficulty, verse 17 says, pray without 
topic is a sign of faith in God in the Lord Jesus Christ. Each time we pray in our difficulties, each time we pray in our pains, each time we pray in the news, evil news that spread around, there is a society of faith in God. Hold on to your faith in God. Keep praying. Never stop praying. Don't say, ah, God has disappointed me. Oh, I won't pray anymore. Oh, no. Don't allow the devil to get you to that point. Keep praying. Whether you call it small prayer points or big prayer points, keep praying. If you don't have anything to pray about, worship God, praise God. Sometimes ago, I wondered how one can pray without ceasing until I saw in the book of James. He says, is any afflicted amongst you? Pray, talk to God about that affliction. He said, is any Mary amongst you? Sing psalms to God. Praise him. In other words, in good times you can pray. In bad times you can also pray through your praises. Through your praises. And that's why verse 18 says, in everything, no matter what is happening, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, in everything, in every situation, whether good time or bad time, give thanks. It is the will of God that you give thanks at all times, in every moment, in every situation you find yourself. Give thanks, give thanks, glorify Him, praise Him, give thanks to God. And that's one way you will not quench the spirit. If you are a worshiper, you can't quench the spirit. He said, quench not the spirit. Let the fire keep burning. In the place of prayer, the fire keeps burning. And he said, despise not prophesying. Don't stop people from prophesying. Let them continue to prophesy. Let them continue to warn people. Let them continue to encourage people. Let them continue to help people. Don't stop prophesying. Even though situations are contrary, and God is saying that you should speak against that situation, open your mouth and speak against it. Prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. These are days that people don't make inquiries anymore. Even before God, any news they hear, they just receive it. And they make judgment based on this. Listen to me, brethren. If you are not ready to find out the truth, don't make judgments. You are only entitled to make judgment when you have the truth on the all the cards on the table. Don't hear something from one person and begin to carry it and even begin to hate the other person. No, don't do that. Find out the truth. And even when the situation is true, seek to correct that person who is wrong. Don't hear from one side and make conclusions. Oh, people will run and come and tell you things. Find out from the other person, is it really true? People are selfish today. The Bible says in these last days, people will be love ourselves and they will project self as against projecting the Lord. 
you will not be caught in this web in the mighty name of Jesus. People have gotten themselves involved in fights that they ought not to be involved in. People have gotten themselves doing the wrong thing because they heard from one, they did not hear from the other. Find out the truth at all times. Hold fast to that which is good. He said, abstain from appearance of evil. Anywhere you see evil, reject it, renounce it, and turn your back on it. Say, no, I can't be part of this. No matter the benefit you will lost. And people today, because of title, they can't speak the truth. Because of what they will eat and drink, they can't speak the truth. And yet, things are getting rotten. People are compromising. He said, abstain from all appearance of evil. He said, no, I'm not part of it. I didn't say anything. But compromising is also sin. Silence also means consent. When you see what is wrong, this is wrong. I will not be part of it. Period. Shine as light. Light does not embrace darkness in any way, in any form. We are light. It is shines. There are some places I enter into. The moment I enter, I say, keep quiet, keep quiet. Don't talk. It's around. It's around. It's around. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let them say that about you. You are light. When you get there, darkness you see. Darkness should disappear. The Bible says, light shineth in darkness, and darkness who cannot overcome it. Receive grace to shine in these last days in the mighty name of Amen. Amen. The darker the days, the more your light should shine. He said, gross darkness will cover the earth. But the glory of God will rise upon you, and you will shine as light. Amen. In this last days, thank God for the last convention, waves of glory. Your glory will not be dimmed in the name of Jesus. See, and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. What are the things that will be preserved blameless? Only your spirit. There is a doctrine now going around. Oh, it doesn't matter what your body do. It is your spirit that is going to heaven. So you can do whatever you like with your body. He said, may your spirit, soul, and what? And body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Let's lift up our voice and begin to thank God because he's faithful. Thank you, God. We have not called you to abandon. We have not 